This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey everybody, it's us, Team Cobra, the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. It is Tuesday. This is My Talk 1071. You might be streaming, listening to us on the app or online at MyTalk1071.com or on your good old-fashioned radio. However you got here, we are just glad to have you here with us this cloudy Tuesday. Uh, but it is sunny somewhere, and uh, it uh, seems to be real sunny over at Britney Spears' house. <laughs> okay. Let's get the Cobra game Let's together. do it. Whenever there's trouble, we'll down the double with the Cobra game. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with the Cobra game. Oh my God, we're entering the origin story of Britney Spears' ring. This is phase one of all celebrity engagements. Let's talk yeah, well, about actually, the I think we're ring. In phase like 4C, but like there are so many layers to the hell that is this journey we're all on. And Truth. I say hell because, you know, it's hell, but <laughs> I'm it's natural. Happy. It's hell, but it's natural. I'm very happy for Britney Spears that she's getting hitched again. <clears throat> I really just want her to be free, and I don't know. That. Anyway, I'm not going to get into it. But what I can tell you right now is that the universe, a.k.a. the tabloids, a.k.a. one tabloid in particular, a.k.a. the mouthpiece of one Sam Asghari, a.k.a. the boyfriend and now fiancé of Britney Spears, is AKA, talking. Oh, sorry. Sam I, I Asghari. Go you could just keep going. <laughs> a.k.a. Sam Asghari is talking to TMZ about the ring. At least that's my impression from this headline quote from TMC. Britney Spears. The Britney ring is a hot commodity, but there's no nut rush to tie the knot. Okay, so what this story purports to tell us is that Britney's ring is now in high demand. Hmm. And uh, then we get a story about the ring, how it came into being. Now, before I go too deeply in the story of Britney Spears and Sam Asghari's publicationship, yeah, um, who does this sound like? And there's no correct answer because I think you could have several answers. But when I say like, "Oh, we're gonna find out where Sam Asghari got the ring and how he, you know, chose this wonderful diamond for his lady," does that sound familiar at all to you? Um. I mean, yes, in a number of ways. I'm trying. I am trying I mean, to be clear about what you're asking. Are you asking? Like, have about, you ever like, heard a story like this? Trope? Oh yeah. Uh, 
All publicationships. Sure, all publicationships. I think about Chonus, like, Chonus for mm-hmm. sure, definitely, because there was this whole like fall to all about like the journey of finding a ring, right? Mm-hmm. So you get the announcement of uh, the engagement, and then of course we have to be treated to the ring. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out the you know what rock the ring was dug out of, and what, like the history of the diamonds, the history of the diamonds, and of course things like how. The betrothing, betrothal. Yeah, how the proposal happened. Yes, how all that happened. And that's exactly what we're being treated to in TMZ from Sam Asghari. Right, because he called. Thank you. Okay, because wherever Sam Asghari is, TMZ is. They like to crawl up his rear end, by the way. It used to be Jamie Spears, by the way, who was connected to TMZ. Did you guys know this is a slight aside for just one hot second? Did you hear that uh, TMZ yes. has been acquired, purchased, purchased uh, by, by Fox? Mm-hmm. Fox. Foxy lady. Yeah, they had already apparently been, I read that story yesterday, and apparently they'd already been being broadcast on Fox affiliates, but now it's a done deal. Done. Harvey Levin works for Fox. <sighs> Moving on. Television. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, back to the ring with um, Sam Asghari. So obviously, if Sam Asghari is talking in TMZ, it's because he called up and said. And here's right. here's what we know about the ring. So I'm going to give you the origin story. Great. Back in the day, now a rep for Forever Diamonds New York. So that's where the ring was purchased. Where Britney's fiance Sam Asghari had this puppy. Wait for it. Commissioned. Ooh. Oh. This was commissioned. Fancy. For Sam. Okay. I, okay. What's in the why was he looking in the the display window? Because he was he questions. Because he was checking it over to make sure it was legit. Continue. They uh since uh Forever Diamonds, Forever Diamonds New York. Since uh that was made public, apparently uh, Forever Diamonds New York has now received 500 inquiries since Sunday following the news of the proposal, with 95% of those inquiries, because somebody was tracking, from people looking to purchase a version of the, quote, Britney ring. Oh. So they're now calling it the Britney ring? It's a big ass diamond. Big ass diamond. You- I wonder if he's, like, negotiated something where he gets a cut of that. Hello. Well, also, wait no for it. No pun intended. Yeah, wait for it. Forever Diamonds say they'll be naming this ring hereafter the Britney ring. Yeah. Because oh, it commemorates um, what Sam did by making this purchase. Anyone? Anyone? Oh, she's coughing. She's so moved and f- full of opinions. Get it. She can't even speak. I literally speak. choked. Mm-hmm. I'm not joking. <laughs> well, please take a deep breath and a drink of some kind of I'm good. Liquid. Okay. I think I'm good. Okay, so again, I said they will be now calling <gasps> mm-hmm. it the Britney ring, commemorating the thought that Sam put into it while making the purchase. <sighs> purchase? Anyone? Yeah, no, I'll tell you. The purchase, purchase went the opposite direction. Purchase? purchase? First of all, well, my first thought was yesterday, I was like, she for sure bought that ring. Now my really new thought... Really no for ring? Now my, now my new thought is that was negotiated. Yeah, that was like, hey, Forever mm-hmm. Diamonds would love... To provide you with a diamond for your special occasion. And all we would require is a few uh, phone calls to Harvey Levin over at TMZ. Well, so they can get the full scoop. And oh, by the way, we'll be creating a new line of rings called the Britney Ring. Which also explains when th- that they were the ones that 
accidentally kind of broke the news, right? Because they posted it first. Or it was their picture that he posted. He posted, yeah. Sam posted yeah. the the photo of the ring with the engraving on it. Again, we don't know why that timeline got wonkadoodles. Oh, I thought but he was hacked. He yeah. was yes, no, he was totally hacked. But that's what I'm saying though, is like that was like part of the promotional agreement I'm and sure, something yeah. happened off off timing. Absolutely. Yes. I mean this whole thing again, origin story of the ring, it's totally in timing. The, in the radio business we call that payola plugola. Yeah, like which he was like actually hey. is illegal, but right. He for was us. like, hey, we'll get that uh ring right there and uh you know, I'll give you this, this, and this, and uh, then uh, you can give me this, this, and this. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> some such thing, right? Right. The The idea that Sam Asgari walked in and, like, opened his wallet or got, like, the payment plan, you know, like, what normal people do when they go buy an engagement ring is absurd. Mm-hmm. And it's not that nobody ever buys a ring, but, like, whenever jewelry is involved, especially... Oh, God, I'm so emotional. I whenever. Know. These stories happen. I'm just like this. Why can't you just say they were kind enough to because they don't want to because then it ruins the mystique. I understand right. why I'm right because rich people got to look real rich. Yeah, but you know, free, turns out rich people end up with a bunch of free stuff. Which how, I have never understood. Fair? Never understood. Yeah. Nonetheless, nonetheless. So that's the origin story of the ring. Prepare for more in the origin story. I would imagine at some point we're also going to find out details about the proposal itself yeah. and how that went down and how he was on a knee. Well, we have and, already heard that they were home alone and nobody else was there. Yeah. When which it is happened. Appropriate. Yeah. Because he was like, hey. Anyway, what if he's a Trojan horse? Oh, what if no, this is like, that's total conspiracy. I'm here for this theory, though. Let's that go. like Jamie's like, OK, my days are numbered. Yeah. How can I get back in yeah. to have control? Well, I've got this gentleman that I've purchased named Sam Asgari. And by purchase, I mean, you know, uh, on the he's on the payroll mm-hmm. from the conservatorship. Bradley, so far, everything you've said, we've already said. Yeah, I mean, there was a day when I would have said that's likely that Sam is just, you know, trying to make (sighs) Jamie's wishes come true. But then I do feel like there was a point at which and and you could make the argument. I get it. I understand that that he's like pretending to to make the switch Um Again, I just, no, but it's like he's hedging his bets. Yeah, now. I think he's probably hedging his bets. But yes, I also just finished an eight-episode podcast about the CIA, and I'm totally down with the idea that he's working for um, the CIA, and this all has to do with Russian propaganda. No, I don't. But I do think that it's entirely conspiratorially appropriate yeah. to question whether or not Sam Asghari is a secret sleeper cell for Jamie Spears. Okay, but there's but wait, there's but more. Wait, I know there's so much you guys. And honestly, in addition to this story, there is this whole story and people had this um article, an exclusive rather, that this is this is what I can't just nail down. So maybe you can help. Britney's dad, Jamie, is quote finding a lawyer to work on a prenup after Sam uh, asks her to marry him. So there's this whole story about how, you know, Brittany knows she needs a prenup. And so right. um, she's working with Jamie to find a lawyer to do the prenup. That's what the story says, roughly. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, doesn't she have a lawyer? And isn't his name okay. uh, that guy? Yeah. And also, really quickly, 
Jody Montgomery is the conservator of her person. I would imagine she has far more to say about whether or not Britney gets married than her business conservator, right. okay, a.k.a. So her father. Thank you, because thank you, because that is exactly when I saw those headlines yesterday. I was like, what? What? She got to go like play hide and seek to find a lawyer? No, They're, they got lawyers crawling all up in everybody's beeswax yeah. over there. Like, doesn't seem like we should have such a difficult time. Um you know, looking for somebody who can fit the bill to do this job when they've been doing the job of making sure she couldn't even buy her own Starbies for umpty foo years. Yeah. Why is this a headline? Which then to me says well, it's especially not a real. People exclusive, which yeah. means it's coming. The calls coming from Inside, Jamie, yeah. who's probably trying to manipulate things from the outside. Exactly. I don't know. Well, here's what I think it looks it makes it look like. Uh, if we're going to play that game of like, who did the message come from and what is the intent of it i'm i'm with you i think it came from jamie and it's to make him look like the savior yeah and that's all that story is so do not look any more into it because the truth is she's got plenty of people around her who can help advise her on a prenup but also they also have said they're not getting married anytime soon Yes, that the was the other piece. couple has said that uh that was the other piece of or did i just see that no, that was the piece of this, that ring story, the ring origin stories. Don't worry. They're not in any hurry. Yeah, they're just going to be engaged for a while. So then why you got to start working on a prenup when there's no wedding date yet? Yeah. Which right? just so begs the question just... why this is all being announced right now. Like, mm-hmm. what? Because like a normal, well, but this is, there, nothing about this is normal. But I, I just would beg the question, like, why wouldn't you just wait until you're out from under your conservatorship before you get married. Right. But I also just think there is this level of chaos inside mm-hmm. of this conservatorship, a.k.a. Britney Spears, who doesn't kind of care and is like, I'm just going to do this. And mm-hmm. you can totally see the the like bleep you. I'm going to do what I want. And yeah. there's probably a certain amount of pent up. Like, I think she's been wanting to do this for a long time. And so they just felt like, let's just do it. Yeah, we'll show them. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we will all be getting engaged to what? Sam Asgari what? with the Britney ring. Just I... kidding. We're going to get the dirt alert from Elizabeth Reese after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hi, you guys. How's everybody doing? Wonderful. Good afternoon. Good, good. Uh, Met Gala last night. So lots of fun stories coming out of that. Big celebrity looks. Um, Uh, That was such a great way to say that. Big celebrity looks. There's always something interesting. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Happening. This one, so I think, things. Um, you know, I like to hear the stories behind, you know, what kind of went on behind the scenes and what... Uh, you know, what people were wearing and how they made these choices. Uh, Billie Eilish said that she would only wear Oscar de la Renta to the Met Gala if the brand stopped selling fur. Oh. And And they were like, okay. And they were like, okay. So they permanently changed their fur policy thanks to Billie Eilish. This is what she said. If she was going to collaborate with them on a custom look, then the team needed to agree to the... Condition. So Billie Eilish has been vegan for seven years. She's an animal rights activist. And so she said it was imperative that the designer she chose to wear for her first Met Gala swore off fur. Hmm. Well, I mean, if they were planning on doing that anyway, it's perfect timing, right? Um, if she had an influence on it, I mean, I'm sure she feels particularly... In the past few years, Oscar de la Renta hasn't used fur in the runway shows. Um, because creative directors that work for them didn't find it chic, modern, or relevant. Mm. But they still sold clothing made with animal fur in stores, and it comprised a meaningful amount of sales and profit, is what the CEO said to the New York Times. But Billie Eilish's stance inspired the label to make the big change, which I think just shows you, you know, the amount of power I think these celebrities have. Yeah. And, um, And then being able to determine what's important to you and then if you're going to work with that brand, then that has to be important to them, too. Yeah. Good for them. You know, I will just say, like, I appreciate I appreciate so many things, actually, about Billie Eilish. She is somebody who is very sure about who she is, what she believes. She has a perspective and she, like, lives it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, she she has done awesome or she has said awesome things about why she has made choices to dress in the way that she has. And those are the kinds of things, to your point, Elizabeth, that will move the needle in how celebrities are portrayed. Yeah, I think standing firm in that, too, is yeah. just really important. Well, and, and if when people you don't have, agree with it, they don't they don't have to agree with right. it. When you have a certain amount of celebrity behind you, it helps because it people help. are willing to listen generally when you have a lot of weight behind you. That's true. But at that same tw- you know, point, we all have the ability to vote with every dollar we spend. You know? True. true Whatever that. dollars you spend, have them make sure that they're in line, with, in line with what your values are. I think that can be very empowering for mm-hmm. people. Harvey Weinstein's ex-wife was at the Met Gala with her boyfriend, Adrian Brody. Did you know she was dating Adrian Brody? Well, I didn't. I'm just glad she's not dating Harvey Weinstein anymore. They are fully done. And Adrian Brody is gazing at her adoringly in these photos. Her name is Georgina Chapman, of course. She um, is behind the fashion label Marquesa. And lots of celebrity women were wearing Marquesa in the old Harvey Weinstein days because he would make them mm-hmm. because it was his wife's brand. That being said, I think she is talented and I think it's probably a really nice clothing line. Yeah. But anyway, they look great. She looks happy. She's a real stunner. I just I'm glad can't believe she's happy. she was with Harvey Weinstein. I know. It's I mean, when you see the photos <laughs> of her with Harvey Weinstein. Oh. You know, Harvey Weinstein up. is a person that shows that money and power... Yeah. Trump's 
mm-hmm. any level of physical attractiveness. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm not well, sorry. I just said let's that. Let's be no, clear, nor should though, you be because we also know what a dastardly human being he right is. What I would say is that someone's evil manifests itself on the outside occasionally, and in the in case, this case of yes. Harvey Weinstein, I think that there's generally a quality of his physicality that was. In I don't know, maybe that inside. is totally superficial and I'm fine with it because I just think in this case, you can't help but believe that whatever was, you know, eating him on the inside was leaking out on the in- outside. Mm-hmm. Also, what you know about him, you know how it's like someone's, someone can be like, I don't know, say we got a scale, an attractiveness scale of one to 10. All right. I don't know. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Someone's at a three, but they're super funny and super nice and amazing. That can catapult them to a seven. Right. Easily. The opposite is also true. Yeah. But in Harvey Weinstein's case, I think we're at like a negative five in all the arenas. Yeah, but then you learn that money can catapult, oh, catapult well, that's you when to you like look a, at, an eight. And then money is even more effective than personality traits. Right. I mean, exactly. You, yeah. You, you need look no further than just looking at Harvey Weinstein with, um, with Georgina Chapman and go, okay, so yeah, he's we know got a lot of, on. yeah, we, know we see happening. that. They finalized their divorce in July. And um, he had to pay Georgina between 15 and $20 million and give up custody of his kids. And she won their $15 million West Village townhouse and a $12 million Hamptons Beach house. Good for her. Seriously. So there you go. Good for her. Um, season 18 of Grey's Anatomy is coming out. Yes. I'm giving this information just for you. Yes, thank you. And season 17 was cut short due to the pandemic, but ABC officially renewed the uh, drama for a new season in May of 2021. And still, the season finale was the number one entertainment series among adults. Oh, for oh network is TV. that because so many for people watch yeah. it? It's not just me. Can you believe that? Yes. I yeah, can. I just, I'm curious who actually is sitting down to watch network television. I don't know. I'm like, you probably record it. If you watch the shows, then you watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like part of my routine. Well, it's my the Thursday night routine. People are watching football. This is us. Do you um, DVR it or how do you still... how do you actually consume it? If I can sit down when it's on, I watch it. Yeah, it's fun to watch um, things live, right? It is super fun to watch things live. You just feel like you're like you know doing something old fashioned. I well, well I look at the technically backlash. I did it for the Met Gala last night. Um, yeah. The backlash against binging, guys. People don't like binging anymore. Let me just tell you the tagline for the new season of Grey's Anatomy. Yes. A new tomorrow today. Oh, I brought that just for you, Colleen. I cannot wait. Thank you, Elizabeth thank you. Reese. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have some pop culture mysteries to solve. We're going to do it together in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item after this on My Talk 1071. Pop culture mysteries. We're here to solve them on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello, kids. And uh, we solve those mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly's going to bring them to us. We're going to solve them in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Hot and fresh celebrity gossip mysteries. Some of them are from the Met Gala last night. Ooh, that's a pro. Let's start with one of those. Here we go. The A-list, A-literate reality star was offered free dresses from American designers, but said that she didn't like American designers. Kim Kardashian. Because, mm. of course, Americans too boring for her, you know, 
She has one. Because she's American. Yeah. Such as. Also, her ex husband, also American. American designer. Such as. Such as. So Kim Kardashian was offered free dresses from American designers to wear to the Met Gala, but Kim Kardashian said she didn't like American designers. So she wore Balenciaga last night. Balenciaga. But she did get that for free, right? I just want to make sure she got... Because the way it's worded is, like, confusing to me. Sure. Yeah, I don't know whether or not Kim Kardashian paid for her outfit last I night. I that she paid for I her. hope not. No. Because it was probably just provided by Balenciaga. I just, Balenciaga. I, we're going to talk about the Met Gala later, but like that outfit, I'm not having it. Holly, you were kind of feeling it. Colleen, I don't know how you feel about it. No. When she took off the face mask, yes. I, I, I feel no about a lot of what I saw last night, to be perfectly honest. But that's also just me with the Met Gala because I wear t-shirts. Yeah. So, like, well, I, I like don't understand to, look, fashion I, at all. I don't understand fashion. I wear t-shirts. Yeah. But I also love to judge fashion. Which is, puts the, you in a beautiful place. It just, it, it puts me, like, I was sitting on my couch in my Grundy's last night, fully judging other human beings who actually made the effort. And I knew in that moment when I was doing it that I was perfectly suited and qualified to do just that. I love it. Know thyself. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, life's too short, man. You, What do you want me to do? Be like, I can't comment because I'm in shorts. No. no nice you, try. You know, that actually qualifies you. That's the beauty of America, you. man. That's what qualifies you to comment. If Thank you, you. If you had walked on the Met Gala red carpet last night, Bradley, and your Doctor Who Grundies, they would have been like, mm, how avant-garde of him. Look at him. Yeah, like, I'm just, this is the Luke that I was really That's working. the thing. I really want people, I want somebody to troll us at the Met Gala hard. I think they do don't you like i every time i see like kim kardashian wearing like a head-to-toe nylon i'm like i i I kind of feel like that's a joke i don't think she thinks it is well she doesn't but i i think the guy who was with her from balenciaga was like we pulled another one over on these guys i mean the real troll would come if she had worn jacqueline smith kmart collection thank you but that would actually be avant-garde you know like trying to make us all like when madonna comes out with her butt hangout i'm like girl that's like going that's like that's that's not that's like sesame street what we all expect that. Like right. The, Give me something I'm not expecting. The avant-garde, the countercultural would be for you to do the thing no one's expecting. The culture right now is like flapping their butt cheeks at us. So try something else. <laughs> Flap something else at yeah. us. That we're not seeing coming. Yeah, well, yeah. Be careful what we wish for. Thank you. This is true. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery from the Met Gala last night. The meme actor was all set to try and urinate on a tree at the party when he was stopped by security. The meme actor. Mm-hmm. Oh, so an actor who shows up repeatedly in memes. Yes, has in the past. An NT lawyer likes to refer to this person as the meme actor. I feel like we've talked about this. Colleen, I feel like you're going to have to pull one out of your keister because I can't think I of I mean, anybody. when I think of meme actors, I think about Keanu Reeves, maybe uh, Ben Affleck. No, those or, are both wrong. Okay. So somebody else who shows up in memes. I don't remember what meme. Maybe I wasn't paying attention a couple of years ago, but this person was one of the co-chairs of the Met Gala last night. Timothy Chalamet? Oh. I pulled it out of my 
Yes, sir. I'm really excited about it. That was nice. He was going to pee in a planter? Yeah. Then security stopped Dude. Timothy Chalamet from peeing in the planter. Again. That would be avant-garde, though. Would it, though? Like, didn't Justin Bieber do that in a bucket a a few years ago? Mm -hmm, True. Like, maybe if you, like, whizzed on, like... No, I'm not even going to go there because it's just going to seem gross. But my point (laughs) is, like, whizzing in a plant. Yeah. Didn't we all do that? Like, I'm pretty sure I did that in college at some point. I didn't, just because it's a whole different mechanism for a gal. It's a little different. It's a little different. You probably squatted somewhere. Oh, all the time. Yeah. You need the correct velocity. Yeah, or you right, need you the, have to have that, a good angle. What's that P thing that they tried to the market to ladies? <laughs> there's a couple different kinds. There's something called a she P. Yeah, she P, and then there's the go girl. Yeah. You go girl, I am. Right. Oh, just look at me empowering myself and peeing into a funnel. <laughs> Blinded by the item. Hey, look, I will say it, it's, it's, you know, it's easy. Can you stop bragging? I'm just telling you the truth. Stop bragging, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, A hot celebrity (laughs) gossip mystery. We're moving away from the Met Gala, and uh, we're going to just talk about some regular old celebrity gossip. This is confirmed. This A-plus list mostly movie actor who started off on television is being pressured to run for governor of California next year, much like a family member. Oh, God. Wait, Mm. say that again? An A-plus list mostly movie actor who started off on TV is being pressured to run <gasps> for governor of California next year, much like a family member. Chris Pratt? Mm-hmm. Who's a family member? Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. His father-in-law. Dude. Yep. So, oh, we don't want this, it, guys. I could see that. Dings to the left. Dongs, Dongs, Dongs to, the, to right. the right. Literally the words of one Chris Pratt in his... Poem to bring America together. Yeah, so NT Lawyer is saying that Chris Pratt is being pressured to run for governor of California next year, much like his father-in-law Arnold Schwarzenegger did back in the day. And that happened. That happened. You guys, we don't want this. I just need to go on record with this. Well, I don't presume to know what the good people of California want for their representation, but I would imagine that when you looked at a list of available options... Yeah. There might be, yeah. I mean, they're kind of going through some things today. I, I will say today mm-hmm. is the day that we're going <laughs> to mm-hmm. learn just how amenable to this blind item Californians really this are. True. This is true. I mean, we used to have a professional wrestler as our... Uh, hey! That's why we are in a position to have these hey. conversations with people. Yeah. That's true. We can judge. Thank you. Yeah. We've and, earned it. And, you know... <laughs> Got anything else? No. Okay. Blinded by the- <laughs> Another celebrity gossip mystery to solve. One of the jobs of this former college-aged employee who was also frequently groped was to keep the former A-plus lister sober. Without her there, he was a drunken mess at a public event. Okay, I'm going to need that set up again. So we just need to find the celebrity, the former A-plus lister. Okay. So what NT Lawyer is saying, that there was an employee, a college-age employee, who was frequently groped by this person. Their job was to keep that person sober. But Mm. she wasn't there. And so he was a drunken mess at a public event. Oh. A drunken mess at a public event. Uh Recently? Yeah. 
But not the Met Gala? Not the Met Gala. At the VMAs? Not at the VMAs. Okay. This would have been something that we were we really weren't paying attention to, but it happened over in Europe. It was a continental event. Oh, okay. like the um, Venice Film Festival? Well, just a film festival. Okay. This person isn't even probably invited to things like the Venice okay. Film Festival anymore. They're kind of on the outs. Okay. Oh, for bad Johnny behavior. Depp. Yeah. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, that. Whoa. Sorry, that was my finger slipped. It happens. Yeah. Uh, no. Apparently, that's what he says. Oh, cool. I'm sorry, but that was part of the what? that he groped her. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Johnny Depp. His minder wasn't there for him, so Johnny Depp was a little messy at a public uh, event. That's nasty. Yeah. You guys remember? Remember where we used to be with Johnny Depp? Like sometimes I'd like to go back in my mind to what, a different like 21 time. Jump Street? Yes. Okay. Where was everybody say, was like, "Ooh, that man far. is sexy," and now he's and not just, troubled. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Oh, on that God. note, um, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Sharon Osbourne has given Ooh. an interview to the Daily Mail, which I want to just. Start with that choice. Okay. Because there's a very obvious reason why she made that choice. And I want to talk about what she said in right. this interview. Sharon Osborne, uh, Sharon, all about the talk <laughs> after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we, I, I'm, do you have that feeling? I have a feeling. Well, do you have a oh. feeling? Sure. What is that feeling? Oh, that's the feeling. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. No, we're giving something away. Getting, hey. getting very generous here. We've got two tickets to see Straight No Chaser back in the High Life Tour 2021 at Mystic Lake Friday, October 22nd at 8 p.m. Yes. Yes. 651-641-1071. Those tickets are going to go to caller number three. Caller number three. Give us a call. And you will be the big wiener today. All right. Uh, now, I wanted to pivot uh, to talk about somebody who's talking. And that person who's talking about the talk is Sharon Osborne. Sharon Osborne, Sharon things. I see what you're doing there. Thanks. Um, anyway, she did this exclusive interview with the Daily Mail, which is interesting. So I'm going to guide you down the walkway here, okay. Bradley Trainer, because... Um, what was, who was like the person adjacent to the thing that got Sharon Osbourne in the biggest trouble? Uh, Meghan Markle. And? Piers Morgan. Her friend, Piers Morgan. Yeah. Piers Morgan writes for? The Daily Mail. The Daily Mail has the exclusive interview with Sharon oh. Osbourne. Also, you don't even have to go that far. She works for the Daily Mail now. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Now she works for the Daily She's Mail. She's an exclusive correspondent I forgot or about columnist that. or commentator. That was the big news last week yeah. was that she'd signed on to do that. So sure enough, here we go. We're going to get all of the information straight from Sharon Osbourne's mouth uh, in this exclusive interview with the her, Daily Mail. Her column slash uh, TV show or whatever she's going to do over their web series, Sharon with Sharon. I know. And if they're not, guys, call us. We've got ideas. Um, Bradley, did you watch the actual interview? Yeah. Okay, so I didn't actually watch the interview. I read the report of the report because I didn't feel like talking back to my computer screen yesterday. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to just, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to let you tell us what, uh, what stuck out to you from that interview. I mean, frankly, I will just say that Sharon Osbourne and, you know, we could have played that, except I don't know now I wouldn't suggest it because I don't think she drops any bombs. But you never know with Sharon knowing Osbourne. Sharon though. Osbourne, but I would say she just sounds as, um, unhinged as she normally does. This is all about her being the victim of CBS. It's the same exact tired old script that she, squawked about in the aftermath she has learned nothing she thinks that everything was planned and manipulated it's the same thing like they they threw Carrie Ananaba under the bus one week and then everybody got together and said we're never going to let this happen to each other again apparently she alleges that Carrie Ananaba was was led to ask a question which uh, got her some blowback and then everybody got together and was like we're going to support each other and then she feels like she got stabbed in the back again when she was asked about her friend, Piers Morgan, uh, having opinions and attitudes and thoughts about Meghan Markle that most of the world were horrified by. Um, it's just, it's the same old stuff. And I imagine, I imagine this is, and this was just a piece of the, of the full interview. What I do love is that the Daily Mail, uh, you know, they have a television outlet. I don't know who, and like, I don't know where you can see this, but it's Daily Mail TV. And so they had like an actual guy show up host who's like, yeah, we got this exclusive interview. And I'm like, well, it's not exclusive because she works for you people, but whatever. Mm-hmm. They send this lady and he's like, also ain't nothing about it exclusive because this lady been talking out yeah, of there's every nothing, there's side There's literally of her mouth. nothing exclusive about this right. interview. Uh, the reporter who she's like this exclu- this reporter got this exclusive interview and she did a great job and then the reporter's just like so what happened and then Sharon goes on her diatribe and then the host is like oh you did a great job getting that hard hitting super exclusive interview and she's like that's you know just the beginning Bob and so there will be pieces of this I imagine that are doled out over time to sort of tell her side of the story. But it's it brings up all the tired tropes. It's cancel culture. It's mm-hmm. she was blindsided. It was um, a lamb led to the slaughter. Like all of the tired, tired. She was set up. Yeah. They, you know, they had agreed that they wouldn't do this, and it, there was somebody in the production room that wanted to stir the pot. I mean, there's it's like every single. It is everything but taking responsibility. For anything. Yeah. And I don't know that. I mean, it, it serves Sharon to not do that because that would just end the story. If you just said, like, oh, I can see why you would be frustrated with the way I handled this conversation. That's my bad. I'm going to do better. Then it's like, okay. And you move on. Right. But the fact that she's still squawking about being a victim in this case, when everybody else has moved on. Now, the one thing I will say was interesting in this piece of the interview that she did with the Daily Mail is that she had nice things to say about Jerry O'Connell. She's like, they'll he'll kick their butts. Okay, so that was actually super interesting. Um, she is a big fan of his, and apparently he's a big fan right back. Yeah, he had um, sent her a note. Yeah, he did send her a note. So uh, Jerry O'Connell, her replacement on the talks, sent a message to Sharon that says, because the Daily Mail has that exclusively because she, she showed it to them. It to them. Yeah. Sharon, Jerry O'Connell here. I love you and everyone knows no one can, quote, replace you because you are, all capitals, the best. Always around if you want to talk and know you are very, very missed around here by, all caps, all. Love to the family. Yeah, Yours, for Jerry O'Connell. A bunch of other people that aren't. 
But yeah, nice try. Right? I just sort of, well, listen, I just think Jerry O'Connell is trying to cover all of his bases and be... Well, he's in an awkward place. I mean, yeah, you come sure. in following Sharon Osbourne, you don't want to be like the pot. You, you want to be like, I didn't have nothing to do with this. But like, for who? Right? Like, I understand being, you know, wanting to sort of set yourself apart in that way, but to directly reach out to Sharon Osbourne and maybe they have a friendship. I don't know, yeah, but whatever. Know. It's... You know, maybe he is trying to cover his own A so that she doesn't badmouth him on her um, press tour. Yeah. Or um, he just feels entitled. Like, I imagine, again, when you're at the level of a Jerry O'Connell and you're now taking on this job, you feel like, ah, you know, the right thing is to reach out to Sharon mm-hmm. so she knows that this is not personal. Yeah, I mean, right. I imagine celebrities at that level feel like it's important for them to do things like that. So I wouldn't be surprised. What do we know? But also another thing we learned from Sharon in this interview with the Daily Mail is that she has been getting death threats and uh, she felt that she was subjected to so much trauma that it was her old co-host and creator of the talk, Sarah Gilbert, who recommended to her getting a certain type of therapy called ketamine therapy, where in small doses, she was given ketamine to help her deal with the anxiety and depression around this whole incident. I mean, sure. I, I imagine there was a lot of anxiety. Yeah. I think a lot of what has led Sharon to where she's at is probably a lot of untreated issues because mm-hmm. I think someone who has maybe dealt with those things maybe wouldn't be reacting in this way. I don't know. I it's I don't want to diagnose Sharon and I don't want to, no. you know, say what people should and shouldn't do. But, but I know in my life, if I am reacting in an unhealthy way to something, it's probably because there's something I haven't dealt with. Right. Well, and to that end, actually, she is, um, we are going to see all that she has dealt with because she and Ozzy are working together on uh, a series on a number of different things. I know. Mm-hmm. She uh, can we just also I'm sorry finish and then well I- so she's there not only are they going to be working on a podcast together but she and Ozzy are also in the early stages of planning a biopic about their relationship uh, she says it's a movie about Ozzy's in my life how we came together in the early days in our volatile relationship all the fights all the makeups all the fights all the arrests all the everything and it's a love story which doesn't that just sound well and frankly i'd watch that and i'm interested because i do think they have a very interesting relationship and occupy a very specific place in history but um that doesn't give you an excuse to just light a match to the talk and run away right you know you can do both honey and be responsible when we return on the colleen and bradley show what is the food you love so much you literally evangelize it you would put it in people's halloween bags 651-641-1071